Welcome to Color Outside the Lines. I'm Krista, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to step out of society's narrative and build a life that is completely aligned to who you are and what you are meant to be doing, and feel safe doing so. Together, we rewrite old programming and create our own stories that guide us toward our most authentic selves. You being you is what the world needs most right now. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Color Outside the Lines. I'm really excited today because I'm recording my first episode on my brand new computer that I got, and I think I'm going to do an entire episode on my computer. Um, I did an Instagram live on it, so if you want to head over to Instagram and hear why this computer was like such a milestone for me in my business, then go check it out on Instagram at Mindset Coach Krista. But I'm really excited to be sharing this uh, message with you today on my new computer. So I have notes today, if you can believe it. <laughs> I don't usually have a lot of notes around my podcast, um, but you get, you can tell like we're getting serious today because the notes have come out. So today we're going to be talking about self-sabotage. So have you ever experienced self-sabotage? Have you ever self-sabotaged? Is that a word? Self-sabotaged? Um, Have you ever done something to sabotage your success? Maybe it's um, sabotaging a sale that you um, are potentially going to get, or maybe it's sabotaging a job interview, or um, maybe it's more subtle, you know, maybe it's something like sabotaging um, your health in a way like you are eating in a way that is unhealthy for you or um, not exercising or whatever it is that you're not taking care of yourself. And that can also be a form of self-sabotage. So if you have ever experienced self-sabotage in behaviors <laughs> before, then this episode is going to be for you. So today we're going to talk about why we self-sabotage and how to stop doing it. Okay. So I'm reading this really great book right now, and it's called the I don't know the title of it. It's by Greg Braden. I'm going to get you the title of it though, but I'll put it in the show notes. Um, But I think it's called the surprising healing power of belief or something to that effect. Anyways, it's about what we always talk about here on this podcast. And so I'll put it in the show notes below, but in there, he talks about the difference between emotion and feeling. And I found this really fascinating because I feel like a lot of times we think that those two things are the same. And what he says in this book is that emotion, there are actually only two emotions that we can have. We only have two emotions and one of them is love. And the other one is whatever you perceive to be the opposite of love. So if you perceive the opposite of love to be hate, then that's your opposite emotion. But a lot of people perceive the opposite of love to be fear. And it's really amazing once you start to bring awareness to fear in your own life and you start to see how often we all operate from this emotion of fear. And I wonder what comes up for you when I say that fear is the opposite of love. For me, it means that when I'm in fear, I can't be experiencing love and I can't be experiencing the love of the higher power that exists in our world. I can't be experiencing that love coming into my life because I'm literally blocking it with 
fear. And for me, this is the reason why we self-sabotage. This is what I've observed in my clients and in my potential clients and in entrepreneurs that I have been um, in contact with and in masterminds with and in groups with. The reason why we self-sabotage is because we get scared, right? So I want to tell you a story about my air conditioning (laughs) and stay with me because it has to do with self-sabotage. And one of the really cool things that happens as you start down your healing and inner growth journey, which is what we're doing here. That's the whole color outside the lines methodology. It's not really a methodology, but that's what we're exploring here is inner growth because as we grow and as we explore who we are authentically, that is what supports us and allows us to live a life coloring outside the lines. So as you start down this path of inner growth, one of the things that will happen is you'll be presented with similar situations at different points in your journey so that you can see how much you've grown. And that's really exciting when that happens. Sometimes it can feel frustrating to people because it'll feel or it'll kind of look like failure, but in reality, you're being shown how much you've grown and how differently you respond to a situation. Okay. So I'm going to give you this example. I'm going to tell you this story about my air conditioning. So four years ago, almost to the day. So it's really four years ago. It's like 4th of July weekend. Um, my air conditioning went out in our brand new house. It's not a brand new house, but it was our, our new house and the air conditioning went out. Um, I live in Texas for those of you that don't know me well. So the air conditioning going out in the summer is a common occurrence, but it was my first time ever experiencing it because I was a brand new homeowner. And so my air conditioning went out. I was pregnant at the time and I had a two-year-old and I had a full-time job that I worked. I worked from home, so that made it easier. But basically what happened is the air conditioning went out and instead of thinking to myself, like, how could I fix this? What could we do? I freaked out and I got super anxious and I basically caused a series of events to happen, um, in my life. I, it's almost like when I think back on that time and you can tell me if you've ever experienced this before, but it's almost like I blacked out and I didn't know how to function because I was so afraid that I, I, I'm not even sure what I was afraid of at the time. Like I was afraid the air conditioning wasn't going to get fixed. I was afraid it was going to cost a ton of money. I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to take care of my kid. Like, I'm not sure exactly what fears were going on, but it was like, I didn't know how to process what was happening. I freaked out and I basically went into this sort of like fog. And so this fog ended up, um, resulting in some things I'm not going to talk about on the podcast here, but basically it was four days of stress and anxiety and frustration. And it resulted in, um, some hurt relationships and like, it was this massive snowball of like, if you think about, Oh, the air conditioning went out, you wouldn't necessarily think this is what would happen next. But because I was in such a place of anxiety and anxiety being my default mechanism, um, then I 
went into this sort of like, sort of like an anxiety fog. Is that a thing? Anxiety fog? It is now. So I went into this like anxiety fog and then I caused this um, horrible series of events to happen in my life. And it was very traumatic. It was very stressful. Um, I went to therapy for it afterwards because of the things that happened. Um, that was to the point that it was. And it turned out, you know, I, I don't believe, I believe everything happens for a reason. And I believe that I needed to learn the lessons that were going on during that time. And that can be a whole different conversation. Right. But then that, that event sort of started a period of massive growth for me. That was kind of like one of the catalysts of moving me into like, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to, um, react with anxiety whenever things happen. I don't want to cause these types of events to happen in my life. Right. I don't want to have four days of stress and anxiety and negativity and frustration, um, when the air conditioning goes out, how, how silly is that? Right. But also how often do we operate like that? How often is that our default setting to go straight to the worst case scenario and think about how stressful this is going to be, how bad this is going to be, how this is not going to work out, how it's going to be really hard. Right. And that's what I created, right. They couldn't come and they couldn't come and fix the air conditioning for four days. And I believed that that was what was going to happen, right? I believed that it was going to be really hard and that I was, and then it was going to be expensive and that, um, they weren't going to have the right stuff. And we were going to have to basically uproot our lives for all this time because we didn't have air conditioning in the middle of July. So long story short, basically, um, I created that reality because of my anxiety, right? I, it became true for me. And the reason why I know that this happened now and I can look back on it is because what of what happened this summer. So four years later, you guys know the journey that I've been on in the past four years and how massive and amazing and transformative and life-changing it's been. And so fast forward to this summer, um, it was probably like four weeks ago. So it was a little bit sooner this summer. It has been a record high summer for heat here in Texas. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I realized that the air conditioning wasn't working and it wasn't getting cool. There was no cool air. And it was like probably like two o'clock in the morning around that time. And so I didn't wake anybody up and I just tried to do a few things. I tried to see if I could get it going. I tried to reset some things and I could feel the anxiety rising in me. And even more so because of this experience I'd had four years ago. And so I could feel that feeling of like, here we go again. This is going to, this is going to snowball again. This is going to be terrible again. This is going to cause, <laughs> cause all these horrible events to happen in my family again. Right. And so I could feel that anxiety rising inside of me. And so what I did was I decided, okay, the air condition is broken. I'm going to have to call somebody in the morning. And so I laid in bed because I couldn't sleep because I was feeling that anxiety starting. And so I laid in bed and I decided to decide, I decided to think about how I wanted it to go. Okay. So how did, how did I want this to turn out this time. And so 
I laid there and I visualized, I created the images in my mind. So we know that life is images of the mind expressed from the book, Happy Pocket Full of Money. And so I created the images in my mind of how I wanted the situation to go. And I decided that I wanted to, I wanted it to be easy. I wanted it to be, I decided it wasn't going to be expensive. It was going to be a quick fix. And I decided that it was, it was going to be able to be fixed very quickly. So quick fix, um, it would be happen that day. It would be inexpensive and I would get connected with somebody who I trusted, who I was excited to give my money to, and that it could just be like an overall really great experience. Okay. So I sat there and I played this over and over in my mind to calm my anxiety. Okay. And this is one of the tips I'm going to give you here in just a minute of how we can regulate our nervous systems. Okay. And that's exactly what I was doing. So instead of leaning into the anxiety and playing the movie of how bad this could go, I decided to play the movie of how good this could go. How good could this turn out? Right. And so I played this movie of like, it's going to be easy. It's going to go well. It's going to be inexpensive for a while until I fell back asleep. And so then I woke up the next morning and I said, okay. And, and of course my husband was going to work early that morning. And a lot of times I have the narrative that I need him to handle things like this. And so the other thing I told myself is I'm capable of handling this. And so I got up and I messaged a local group of moms here. And I said, does anybody have um, an air conditioning company that they trust and that they would recommend? And they sent over a few, a few different options. I picked the option that felt the best to me. I called that person. So this is like about nine o'clock in the morning. Okay. So it's about seven hours after um, I uh, realized that the air condition was broken. And so I called... Um, I called that person and he said, yeah, uh, I definitely can fix your air conditioning. I'll, I'll be there this afternoon. And I was like, wow, this afternoon, that's fantastic because before my experience had been four days. Right. And so I was like, wow, that's so great. And so, uh, I said, great, we'll be here. Let me know when you're on your way. So then about 15 minutes later, he calls back and he says, actually, um, I can come over right now and fix it. And I said, really great. Come on over. So by 10 o'clock he was there and, uh, he, you know, did his thing and looked around and whatever. And he said, oh yeah, this, this is what it is. This is the problem. I have the part in my truck. I can fix it for you. Total cost will be $270. And like, my mind was, was blown at that moment. Right. And it shouldn't have been because I knew what I had done, but it still feels so fun. Like when you start to play in this world and you start to really create those images in your mind, and then those images come to fruition, it's very exciting every time it never gets old in my opinion. And so when he said that, and then he was able to fix it, it was like 1130, I think is when he was done. So from the time that I found out that the air condition was broken to the time that it was fixed and cooling the house again was like less than 10 hours. And I want to tell you that story because I did some things 
And these are, these are now more like automatic behaviors for me. But at first, when you start to do these things, these are things you're going to have to practice. Okay. And you practice this and practice this and practice this. And then it becomes your dialogue in your head every time things like this happen. And this is a small example, right? The air condition breaking. I mean, I guess it could have been a big example. It could have been a 10, 20, $30,000 problem, right? <laughs> but it, it, it's a small thing on in the grand scheme of things, right? But this this idea that I'm illustrating for you in the two stories of the the tale of two air conditioners, uh, as it were, <laughs> or the tale of two air conditioners breaking, as it were. Um, the story I'm telling you is the things that I have practiced also apply to everything that I do in my business everything that I do as a parent, everything that, um, I do in my relationship with my husband, everything I do in my relationship with my friends, I practice this over and over and over again so that I can live the life I want to live, like create the life that I want to have. And I cannot self-sabotage in areas that are most important to me. And so that's what I want to teach you right now. So stick with me as we go through. I'm going to I'm going to just tell you really quickly, we're going to go through why we self-sabotage and then we're going to go through a few tips on what you can do to regulate your nervous system. Today's episode is brought to you by my mini course called The Next Right Thing, Practicing the Art of Self-Trust. More potential clients than I can count have come to me saying that they really want to invest in coaching that will move their business forward, but they don't know if they can because they have tried so many things before that haven't worked. And what if this also doesn't work? The truth is that you can't make decisions by what has happened in the past because every day you are becoming more authentically you than you were the day before. Your decision should be made on who you are becoming, not who you were before. So let's work together in this five module mini course on a process that will help you make any decision moving forward and always know what the next right thing is. You can get this course for just $22. Click the link in the show notes and I'll see you inside. So what happens is the reason why we self-sabotage is because the scariest thing to us, to us as humans is the unknown. It's not any no any known thing that you can think of is not as scary as the unknown. Because when we know something, we think that we can we can create a solution for it. But when it's unknown, we don't know how we're going to handle it. And so what happens is we we decide to do something or something happens that we need to walk into the unknown, right? The unknown is happening. And as soon as we move into the unknown or we are forcibly moved into the unknown, as in the case with the air conditioner, our nervous system dysregulates. And we haven't learned how to regulate it in situations like that. We haven't been taught that. The thing that we've been taught to do whenever the unknown occurs is we've been taught to step back into safety. So instead of taking a risk, instead of coloring outside the lines, instead of learning who you truly are and becoming your most authentic self and living in that fully, that feels unknown. We don't know how to do that. We don't know what's going to happen if we do that. 
So we take a step back into safety and we don't ever go back into the unknown. And we say to ourselves, see, like, look, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't build that business because look what happened. I couldn't get the job that I wanted because look what happened. I couldn't have the relationship I wanted because look what happened. It was too scary. And I don't think we would ever use the words, it was too scary. But if you think about the feeling that you have, so before we talked about that we can only have two emotions, but we can have a lot of feelings. And so if you think about that feeling of anxiety, that feeling of when you step into the unknown, you get anxious, your nervous system dysregulates, and you start to lean into fear. And that fear is the thing that blocks the love that is trying to come into your life in the form of abundance, joy, love, relationships, all of that. Okay. So what do we do with that? Now that we know that, what do we do with that? So how do you regulate your nervous system? So I'm going to give you a few steps on what you can do to regulate your nervous system. All right. So the first step is you've got to feel that feeling. This is the part where most people stop, which is really funny because it's right at the beginning, but we don't want to feel our feelings. We don't want to feel pain. We will do almost anything to avoid fully feeling a feeling. Do you agree with that? Have you felt that in your life before where you will avoid feeling feelings? And some ways we avoid this is by numbing out, right? Some people will Um, do things to numb themselves, to not feel the feelings. Sometimes we'll distract ourselves with other things. It's very much, it's very childlike the way that we do this. So the first step that you have to do is allow that feeling to flow through you because the best way to process it and not hold on to it is to allow yourself to fully feel it, allow it to process through you and then release that feeling. Okay. And a way you can do this is number one, write it, write about it and you can burn it later. You can uh, rip it up. You can do whatever you need to do with it, but get it out of your body. Okay. Write about it and get it all out. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to make sense. Just get that feeling, let that feeling flow through you and get all of your thoughts about that feeling out. Okay. And then the next step that I want you to do is write down all of the thoughts that you're having, like get specific with them because these are your beliefs. So the thoughts that you're having about whatever is going on, the unknown, right? So earlier I shared some of my thoughts about the air conditioner that, um, I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to be able to take care of my kids and, you know, that can lead to the thought of I'm not a good mother, or it might lead to the thought for me, it often leads to the thought of I'm not responsible because a responsible person would have had the air conditioner checked and then wouldn't have let the air conditioner go out. Right. And so think about where that, those thoughts lead you. So if you have a thought, an anxious thought, write that anxious thought down as you're, as you're getting this emotion out, figure out what your anxious thoughts are. And then write down, ask yourself, so what does that mean? What does that mean about me? What does this mean about me? I can't take care of my children. What does this mean about me? I'm not a good mother. I'm not responsible. I shouldn't be able to own a home. 
Um, we're not going to be able to pay for this. What does that mean? Um, we're not responsible because we don't have enough money to pay for a broken air conditioner, whatever it is, right? Take yourself through the process and get to like, dig deeper, dig a little bit deeper and figure out what these thoughts and beliefs, what are you making them mean about you? Okay. And then after you do that, I want you to go through, and this is a process, but you'll get faster and faster at it. So you've got to practice it. Like I said before, you have to practice this. So the next step is ask yourself with each one of these beliefs, are these beliefs true? So for example, um, I'm not a good mother. Is that true? And I know some of y'all are going to say, well, they feel really true. <laughs> it feels really true that I'm not a good mother. It feels really true that I'm irresponsible. It feels really true that I'm not worthy. It feels really true that I don't deserve things, right? But what I want, so, so with that, what I want you to ask yourself is, can you prove, and this is coming from Byron Katie's, the work, okay? We've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast, Byron Katie's the work. So the next step is, can you prove that it is absolutely true? And you're going to say, you're going to get to know on all of these, all of the ones that are negative, limiting beliefs, negative self-talk, self-sabotaging thoughts, anxiety, all of those are not, you're not going to be able to prove that they are absolutely true. And then the next question I want you to ask yourself is, what could be true instead? So for example, I am not a good mother. What could be true instead? Well, it could be true that I actually am a good mother. And the first thing I did whenever I um, found out that the air conditioning was broken four years ago is I found a way to get my son to daycare so he didn't have to sit in a hot house all day. Well, that sounds like a good mother, right? So what could be true instead of these negative limiting beliefs that you are saying to yourself. And then the question I want you to ask is, is there another reality that exists for you? So as you're going through these beliefs, as you're going through, like, this is like, this is the worst thing ever. This is all going to fall apart, um, et cetera, et cetera. Ask yourself the question, is there another reality? Is it possible that there is another reality that exists for you? And if it's possible for you to tap into the idea of another reality, then I want you to write that down and start playing that movie instead of the movie of how bad this is going to go, which is exactly what I did this time with the air conditioner, is I played the movie of, is there another possible reality besides creating all of this chaos in my life over the air conditioner? Is there another possible reality that exists? And what I found was, yes, there is another possible reality. I played the the movie of that reality in my mind and it was created within hours. And you can do that too. That is possible for you too. And so if you do nothing else out of this, if you don't have time to sit and feel the feelings and write this all out and do everything, which I really do want you to practice, but if you don't have time to do all that, you can hang on to that one question. Is there another reality that exists here? And that one question can help calm 
your nervous system in an instant because you realize that you don't have to give into the anxiety. You don't have to give into all of these thoughts that it's going to go terribly and you can think something differently. And when you start to lean into different thoughts, then those thoughts create feelings and the feelings are what create action and the action creates results, right? And the emotions that you have, the emotion of love versus fear, that is the thing that is going to create the reality that you either want or don't want. And so the end goal here is to lean into that emotion of love and to really experience love as much as possible and release fear as much as possible. Does that make sense? So I wanted you to try that this week or the next time something comes up that you feel dysregulated, that you feel like you're about to move into self-sabotage with. I want you to try this process and really spend some time with it, practice it because it's going to become autopilot for you. And what becomes really exciting is when in any moment something happens and you can say to yourself, is that really true? Is there another reality that exists for me? And when you can start to do that on autopilot, that's when you start to see everything in your life shift because you start to observe it differently. You start to see your world differently. And so your world literally shifts before your eyes. So let me know how this goes for you. I would love to hear your thoughts on this, your feedback, any questions you have. And then as you are going through this process, I would love to hear how how it plays out for you. So send me a message on Instagram at Mindset Coach Krista. I'll also put that in the show notes. And if you have loved this episode, um, please hit subscribe and continue on this journey with us as we learn to live life outside of society's narrative. Until next time, this has been Krista reminding you that you are so powerful and you have permission to color outside the lines.